0: ...is going to feel different and less pleasant than what we had John, before. John, to Jim Bianco's leadership on Twitter as we've gone through this banking crisis, he's been out front on, look at the BTMM screen, there's lots of 5 percent out there, but if you get wages to come in, PPI to come in, disinflation, dare I say, what's the trajectory down from 5% if at all? That's a huge mystery right
1: now. At what cost? That's the question. At what cost? I
0: don't even think we understand the trajectory of disinflation that we see farther out the curve and certainly within the short-term space.
1: Jim Bianco with us now, the founder and president of Bianco Research. Jim, good to see you, buddy. As always, let's talk about the data out 34 minutes ago. Just your initial response to it, Jim.
2: Yeah, that in the CPI yesterday. Inflation has peaked. Inflation is coming down. But that's not really the story. The story is... Where are we going in the long run? Is CPI going to go all the way back to 2%? Is PPI going to support that we're going back to a long run rate of 2%? That's the real question. I'm in the camp. We're gonna probably come up a little bit short of the 2% target. We've got a big base effect coming because May and June were big inflation numbers of last year. We dropped those off with lower numbers this year. And we might see the low of inflation at the June reading in which we get in July and then started to see drift higher. So if we come up short of 2 percent and we start drifting higher in the second half of the year that will embolden the Fed towards its aggressive policy of higher for longer.
0: So Jim can you talk a little bit about how much conviction you feel from Fed officials to get down to 2 percent and the pain required by keeping uh, rates higher for a longer period of time.
2: Oh, I think the conviction with them is very high. I think it comes back to the meeting last year with President Biden in the Oval Office, where uh, he pretty much pointed at Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden pointed at Jay Paul and said, it's his job to fix inflation, America. He's going to bring it down. And they're taking that very, very seriously. And they've got a target of 2%. And that's what they're gunning for. And there's going to be no backing off of that. So I suspect that Yeah, their conviction is going to stay there. They're going to go uh, hike again. They're going to try and stay higher for longer. The only thing that gets in their way here is if we have some kind of a credit crunch and a big change in the economy in the second half of the year. And to that end, count me in those that think that there's a bimodal outcome. That's a fancy word for saying either the Fed is going to not cut rates at all for the rest of the year or if they do start cutting rates, They could go 100 or 200 basis points. The expected outcome of that is 75 basis points, which is what the market is pricing in. That's why I said it's bimodal. Either it's going to be nothing or there's going to be a lot. And the market's kind of pricing in the midpoint of that.
0: Jim, it sounds like you agree with the IMF that we're heading back (laughs) to uh, an inflation type of uh, environment that we had before the pandemic and that monetary policy could go back to those ultra low rates once this blip is over. Is that right?
2: Sort of. I mean, monetary policy, like I said, if if you cut it one or two hundred basis points, you're still at three percent. So we're not going back to zero anytime soon. And I don't think the inflation rate, uh, let's say on the long run rate, gets to two percent. It might get to two percent or lower if you have a recession. But then it rebounds with the recession as well. So, yeah, the Fed will respond to that. But the response will not look like a pre-pandemic response of we're going to go back to zero, hold there for many years, and then engage in money printing again. That era is over because we've got some inflation and I think persistent inflation above 2 percent. And that will limit the Fed as to what they can do. But they can still cut Mm. if we see a slowdown.
0: Jim, I want to go to your work through the pandemic. You've been hugely influential, particularly out on Twitter. And this morning, you tear apart the work from home certitude, the absolute mystery. It's out there. And I thought it was very comforting, Jim, to see you go after aging boomer managers like Fink and Diamond and say, these guys are lonely. Is work from home going to work? And how does that change the American economy?
2: Oh, I think work from home has to work. And I think it's working in a lot of parts of the economy. Interestingly, where it is getting the biggest pushback is probably large banks and financial services firms headquartered in Manhattan. That is probably the hardest place you're seeing them push back from it across the country. And as you move left towards the West Coast, And tech, it's the easiest to see work from home. And so it kind of goes all the way across the country in that point. Now, yeah, I think that this is a new evolution in the economy. And simply put, pre-pandemic, you were home two days a week, Saturday and Sunday. Post-pandemic, work from home, remote work, you're home four days a week, Saturday and Sunday and you're in the office three days a week. If you double the amount of time you're home, you've changed your lifestyle. And that has been showing up in how the retailers have had a difficult time with their inventory over the last year and a half. They're trying to figure out what people buy because their lifestyles change. The economy's changed. We've had supply chain problems as well because a lot of things have changed. This is all part of this post-pandemic
1: economy. And there's one thing, Jim, we still haven't reckoned with commercial real estate, residential real estate in cities. You look at the prices still New York City. Tom, we talk about it so often. Still uh, median high. rent high.
0: Are they adjusted? Twelve month median adjusted rent in New York City. You need forty-eight thousand a wow. year
1: cash, cash to survive at the median level in New York Jim City. Jim Bianco, how do you make sense of that?
2: Well, I think it's one is a lifestyle. They're both lifestyle changes as well. Because to the extent that there is work from home, or let's call it remote work, I don't want to say that everybody's uh, zero five at home five days a week. Uh, There are people that like the the urban lifestyle. So they move into big cities like Manhattan and there is going to be a demand to live there. But maybe not go to Midtown to an office in a big tower like we used to have as well. So you have to break down commercial real estate into residential and into office. And they're two very different markets right now. The office market has been struggling a lot more than the residential market.
1: Jim Smart as always. Jim Bianco on form, president of Bianco Research, on the latest gun into the open about 20 minutes from now. Equity futures positive, a third of 1%. If you are just tuning in, welcome to the programme. Tom, I think we need to talk about